0: Welcome to episode 62 of the local meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how's it going since I last saw you four hours ago? <laughs> uh,
1: I won a standard tournament. Oh. So, Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you do. No did, big you have to
0: go, did you have to go play standard because you felt bad for losing when in, in real magic?
1: No, I just fell. I was I was still in like a magic playing mindset, and I'm like, man, I went four oh yet I went four oh eight oh yesterday with this deck. I'm like, I want to see if I can run it back. So I went four oh eight one.
0: one I dropped geez. a game. Come on, scrub!
1: I'm, I'm such a slacker. I right know. What are you playing? Uh, green black counters. I, uh, it's basically green black snake.
0: I was gonna say, actually, is a green black snack.
1: Yeah, I'm. I am playing the snack, and I'm doing of things, and it's fun. Huh? Interesting. I, I I actually was telling a guy, I'm like, yeah, I figure I talk so much shit about mid range that I feel I should be obligated to play it every once in a while.
0: <laughs> you really do talk a lot of shit about mid range. It's
1: usually boring.
0: <laughs> you, yeah. Okay.
1: But I can do some sure. degenerate things with this deck, so.
0: Fair enough. I mean, all I know is that I crushed you at the Unstable event we did. and it was you good.
1: crush me or did Variance crush me?
0: Well, Variance was on my side, so...
1: I, I actually... <laughs> I actually think that even if both of our decks were functioning, you probably might have been able to take it because I think you actually had... I had a lot of Dirtle.
0: I had a lot I... of Dirtle, too, but...
1: And you had like I think you actually had like evasive flyers and shit, which I had zero, so
0: like I hit I hit the curve (laughs) I needed honestly against you is what it was.
1: I don't know if my deck could have beaten a novella elemental. (laughs)
0: Uh, I
1: I wish I was joking. I don't think I could have beaten it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the novella mental is just like I I don't know, I just kinda tucked that card in there. Welcome turn did work, I can say that.
1: Welcome turn is a powerful magic card.
0: So we we were we were talking about this. What did you first pick?
1: Uh, <laughs> cramped bunker. Oh, okay,
0: I forgot you first picked that. Uh, yep. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because
0: you were running the two cramped bunker deck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because
0: fuck all, he all. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I I got past that second one like pick five or some Dude, I, shit.
0: I saw it and I'm like, Nerp.
1: Uh, I saw them like, well I'm already all in, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was oh, sorry. I, and I mean I was unable to try and force the Urza headmaster because Richie sitting right next to me kept taking selfie preservations, so I c I didn't have sure. the mana fixing.
0: His deck was good.
1: Yeah, it was better than the like he had a lot of really annoying things in his deck. Like, it was missing raw power, but god damn, was it obnoxious.
0: Yeah, like, it was a, I don't know, I think it was a legit deck. Honestly, I was impressed with everyone's deck. Which, yeah. usually when we do our drafts like that, I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah, somebody no, has a deck that I'm just like, really? Yeah, like, it's you like, you you're
1: you're used to that. like I did. But. I, I actually was questioning my decisions when I first started dra- when I first started the draft, because I was like, I decided I wanted to play red, and your friend Keith was sitting next to me. And I have never seen him not play red. So I was like, I don't know. He if was I'm playing gonna... red. <laughs> I, yeah, he's always playing red. And I was like, I feel like I shouldn't be playing red in this meta, knowing everyone who was there. Yeah. But I figured you were gonna be in blue black, which you weren't at first, but wound I was, up in.
0: I was in blue green. I actually like first picked. Um, so I first picked animate library.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Um, I second picked a blue removal spell and then I like third picked, um, the Wily Crocodile. Yep. And I'm like, I'm like, I can do this. And then I got past some black cards that I'm just like, yeah, we're not, we're, we're in this, which is funny. Cause my wife, cause, uh, Christina was right next to me and she was black red. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah. And so, so pack two, I didn't have a lot of stuff, but. I mean, pack one. Like I, I was. I guess I was feeding her stuff good enough because her deck was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, like she, she. You didn't get much until she passed you a spike.
0: Yeah, she's. Uh, I'm just like boom, slam that thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: like in hindsight, I probably should have been blue black myself because blue black was open pack one and pack two. Mm-hmm. But I just really wanted to play Cramp bunker. Fair enough. Dude. It's
0: supposed. It's about fun, man. Like that's why we did it. Like yeah. you know, it's like let's just jam some games and play some silly cards, and you know, that's all I wanted to
1: do, and I got to. I
0: yeah.
1: I didn't even need to win, even though I did. Do you wanna? Do you think you can guess what my second pick was? Pack one, pick two.
0: Pack one, pick two.
1: Yeah. Of everything you saw in my deck.
0: I don't recall. So.
1: Box of free range goblins. <laughs>
0: I love how you played that card one time and Christina was like, oh man, I wanted to get some of those. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But none of them made it past you.
1: Nope. I took both of them that I saw and I'm just like I want everything that says goblins in it. And then I actually, I remember passing the boom fe- slam Fest Boomtacular.
0: The Fest Boomtacular, yeah. Hammerfest
1: Boomtacular. Hammerfest yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man I can't play this yet because I wasn't getting any goblin cards at first. Like I was all over the place pack one and then it wheeled and then I'm just like goblins? Goblins! Oh, an old buzzbark, sure. More goblins.
0: <laughs> that old buzzbark was probably the most entertaining card of the entire night for everyone,
1: because I kept throwing dice throughout the house.
0: Yeah, you're just like, and they just go flying all over off the table.
1: <laughs> so I just think, I think that like eight inches is higher than it actually is. Apparently, hello. <laughs> it just feels like it should be longer (laughs) insert comment here about something yeah
0: i know i was gonna say something lewd but i'll just leave it it's like fair enough it it does
1: like as i'm casting that card i'm like man can we just be playing on like a craps table so that i can at least keep track of where the hell all these dice are going
0: because the the annoying thing is what you roll matters too
1: yes because i'm i'm playing multiple of those research assistants or whatever they're called.
0: Those cards are good.
1: Yeah. Especially when you're casting old buzzbark for X equals seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. God damn. Uh fun. I the funny thing is is my deck was very few shenanigans. Like like realistically. You if were you were all
1: serious business. I,
0: I mean it's what I wanted to do though. I wanted to be animating my library and casting Tinker from my spike board and <laughs> yeah. doing things like that.
1: Yeah, you I remember the one draft that we did, I was like all serious business, blue black, like just good stuff dot deck. And then this time you decided to do that instead. And I'm just like, I'm just gonna make goblins and throw dice everywhere. <laughs>
0: I mean it's just what got past me to some degree, like I mean, there's, true. there's certain cards that will just never make it past me too, so it's like Yeah, I don't know.
1: I was I remember seeing Merman wheel and I was like, How did this ever get past Fletcher?
0: I had three in my deck, I
1: think. <laughs> I don't understand. How did this work? <laughs> I'll
0: play a five mana wistful selkie. Like, you can sign me up.
1: A three three is perfectly reasonable in this format, even. So.
0: Oh yeah, it's good. Like, so. I, don't know. I'm, I was happy with it, but
1: it's weird talking yeah. about unsets as a format. I mean, it
0: it is, you know, it's a weird format, but like, okay, so kind of our topic today i guess for the people that they're listening to us talk um i don't really have a direction with it but i think one of the things that i i think is um uh, should i just use the quote i use to you john
1: because
0: sure. <laughs> that, that you kind of disagreed with we argued with for about an hour um, it was, uh, we
1: argued semantics though so
0: yeah i think i think we agree with the intent in the end yeah. but like Basically I I think it's a good thing to not try to learn something from every game of magic you play. Like I think it's I, I think sometimes you it's you need to let go and just say, I'm gonna do something for fun and just you know, have fun with it instead of trying to maximize or specifically learn something or improve your game or whatever and just you know, don't worry about any of that. Um, not that you won't incidentally learn something or whatever, but I think cat like casual games are really, really important. And we spend so much time focusing on standard and draft and all these things. I think that we forget sometimes to just brew up chasm skulker decks and have a good time.
1: Yeah, like that is like I, you know, I've expressed regret before that like you know the casual aspect just isn't there anymore for me
0: Mm -hmm.
1: where like it's really hard for me to actually build like a casual deck and like i just can't bring myself to do it and like i said you know i do regret it but like that's why i love like the chaos drafts that we do and like Mm -hmm. the fact we did this undraft was just really sweet like yeah yeah, i immediately went off and played in a more quotation surge business draft but still you know, it's like it's like I that was more just cuz I wanted to keep playing magic, not because I like needed some weird serious business fix or some shit like that, right? Like Yeah. Uh, like I just want to go play more magic cuz I love magic and magic suite.
0: Yeah. Like I don't know, this was energizing to me to some degree cuz like all the magic I've been playing has been I mean, well, 90% of it's been arena. So it's been like actual format drafts and you know, meta decks and things like that. Like, you know, even even I've been getting a little burnt on that to some degree. It's like, I just want to do some, you know, have a good time and stuff. And, I mean, I, I've been playing that rat deck actually on Arena a little bit with some amount of success, which is kind of like a valve for me to some degree. But,
1: Casually steamrolling people with your rat deck?
0: Dude, I... <laughs> I smoked some people today with it. I smoked a dude pretty hard with it today. Had to play it around, settle the wreckage even, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it's just getting caught up in all of, all of the, um, uh, trying to improve and taking it seriously. Like, and I'm not saying don't take, you know, don't take something you like seriously. Like I think it's fine to take magic seriously. I mean, I do sometimes, um, but, like, I think if we do it too much, we just burn out, you know, we lose I think we even kind of lose focus of what makes magic so great also, and I don't know I, we I think I think it just we lose focus and we tunnel vision. we forget about everything else that happens with magic. I mean, one of the things we've talked about before is that you know not not everyone is. You know, grinding F and M's and trying to get better and trying to get on the pro tour and whatever like that. Like some people just play at kitchen tables and you know, want to play their you know, tribal salad deck or whatever, like and that's a big part I think I I feel like that's a big part of magic that we sort of look down our noses on if that like we look down upon it like and don't don't respect it even though we should
1: that is something that you you get that a lot from people who play magic a lot right like Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's not even necessarily people who play magic like seriously it's just like you almost get that just from people who play any uh, like a lot of magic in general right like i don't know trying to like think about it say this like even, like, the, they're not, like, M grinders, but, like, the people who just show up to M all the time playing, like, their own deck, like, mm-hmm. they still get, like, a little bit annoyed when they, like, randomly get, get steamrolled by, like, a six-year-old and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, some weird sort of, like, entitlement comes from people who play a lot of Magic. Because, like, even if they're not necessarily better, I feel like they think that they deserve to win because they are better. I and mean, I think, you
0: know, I think we all feel that...
1: Oh yeah, I mean I've, I know for a fact I've been there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean I we, I've been there too. And I, you know me, I'm usually pretty chill and don't. That's not a mindset I usually subscribe to. But I mean we're human. We've been there.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 most obvious when you see someone blatantly like screw something up, and you're just like, I'm going to lose, even though they just got like seventeen for one by their own card and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. But,
1: that is unfortunately and fortunately part of magic
0: yeah like oh. yeah i don't know i i don't really have a uh a huge thing on this it's just it was just more waxing poetically in my mind to some degree about like just that con that constant striving and letting go every once in a while
1: yeah like I I do agree it is, it is important I I am happy that we finally did this draft because I was also thinking like man I should just like hold a chaos draft one of these days but that's yeah. an even bigger pain in the ass to get people to actually show up to you because then it's like well you can bring your own packs or it's like or do I just offer to let them use my packs and then that like, gets weird about like phantom drafts because people can get be weird about phantom and like I'm, I, I'm, I still I'm, don't get
0: that why like that just annoys me like because this we did the unstable one I did today it was a phantom draft
1: yep
0: and it's like hey come do a completely free draft yep <laughs> like sweet like it you know if you were like hey I'm gonna do a free draft it'd be like sign me the F up like I just want to show up and draft you know.
1: yeah I feel like the main reason why people don't like it, is because you have like this weird preconception where it's like well if i open something valuable i don't get to keep it.
0: You're not like that's a benefit. You're not obligated to keep it. Like i can now just do a pure draft and not have to worry about rare drafting stuff.
1: Yeah, but like it's hard for people to actually like think of it that way. They don't think of it as well i just get to have fun. They think of it as well man if i had bought this pack i would get this instead.
0: Yeah, that's, like, just a log- like logically inconsistent in general, though, I think.
1: I don't disagree. Like, that is, like, it's a terrible, like, it literally makes no goddamn sense, but people still think that way because people mm-hmm. are stupid. I, yeah, I'm not, I I'm not saying, I'm not even, like, pointing out individual people, I'm saying humans as a whole okay. are dumb.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just a, like, that mindset, I, it's just wrong. Like, I'm sorry, like, I'm just gonna, <laughs> like, you're wrong, 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 wrong. It's kind of like
1: it's kind of like the people who like you sit down and you're like, you know, it's like say two people both win a prize pack and then one of them offers to trade the other one
0: Mm
1: -hmm. straight up like one for one prize pack. And most people will say no to that Mm -hmm. because they're like their mind is thinking it's like, but then if he opens like, you know, like if he opens something valuable out of this pack, I lost out on that pack. Well, I mean, when r- that,
0: random pack is random no
1: that's the thing You're like that's exactly it random pack is random it doesn't matter but your mind doesn't tell you that
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you know your mind is like this is my pack and if this pack has something cool and i get to keep it you don't think of well if did that- i do
0: that with did i do that with you or andy with what in m15 i think it was we sw- like i, I swap packs with either you or andy and i'm uh the pack we swapped one of them had a court of calling in or something like that
1: i don't remember and
0: i, I just remember I, I just remember that i don't remember who it was now which one of us but I, if it was me i think i was just like shrug
1: it's <laughs> like job. random packs are random it Rand- doesn't random really pack,
0: matter. random packs are random yeah you
1: know someone still makes you that offer and you're just gonna be like eh, me, eh, me. You know, yeah that's how shit
0: goes so you just gotta pack where that shit
1: Exactly. But do you trade your pack for your pack one? Hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: That's even more I mean, important because what happens if their pack has a Bellows Lizard?
0: Exactly. I was just thinking that. <laughs>
1: uh. Uh, so, somewhat side note I actually was wondering this. Okay. We're returning to Ravnica again. Yep. In a reprint, Bellows Lizard?
0: I hope not. If they if they haven't fixed their development process by now, I don't know what to think. I
1: know, seriously,
0: like why? Like that card, uh, so good. Yellow <laughs> wizard. Uh, I, I love it. Like that. I mean, pack Wars is one of those things too. That like, I mean, I can play a whole event and be kind of like burnt out of magic. But I get my prize packs so and I'm like, man, I want a pack Wars, and that just rejuvenates me.
1: Yeah, because it's like, it's not, ser- you don't, you don't feel the need to take things seriously. Yeah. Because there's nothing serious about the format. Like, you know, I, I tell people all the time, the most important thing, like the most, like the most important skill you can have for pack wars is arguing for why you should get to go first.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like thinking of some bullshit reason is the most important and valuable thing in all of pack wars. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like that's how we randomly determine it too it's just like <laughs> uh,
1: it's the most important thing right it's like yeah and you know if you can't convince the person on that why you should go first then you just draw your card and do you know cash your card for the turn and say go i,
0: I think you've done that
1: <laughs> i've i've very much done that
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah i don't know i it's just so great like just to let go and not have to worry about being being anything if that makes sense like you know like when when you're playing in an event or something like that you you have expectations of yourself Mm -hmm. you know you want to perform a certain way like even i do like you know and i'm probably one of the people that's the most okay with losing (laughs) like compared to a lot of people but like you still have an expectation of how how well you should do and how how you should play, and when that doesn't match up, it's really stressful. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was the format or if I was just running cold that one day or what it was, but that Eldritch Moon pre-release, like, I did not have fun at that. Like, it was, it was terrible, and usually pre-releases are one of those things that you know, I have a lot of fun at. Like I really like the formats, even if I go like two and two or whatever, or something like that. Like I don't, it doesn't bother me that much. Uh, you know, I usually have a good time, but I just, I just, I don't know if I, I just didn't feel like I was playing up to my standards, or I didn't like the format, or what. But I just felt miserable, and I think a lot of it was because I wasn't playing up to my standards. Like I wasn't, I just wasn't doing what I needed to do, and also I played against the mono dot deck or whatever it was at the end there like which was really annoying um <laughs> but like and being able to just like i mean even at, and those are the some of the most casual events out there yep and being able to just let like or sorry i'm just kind of losing it I'm losing my train here i'm getting tired but um like, those events are still really casual, but you still have that expectation of you want to perform. You know, you want to do do well and show that you're, you know... I mean, we all have a little bit of spike in us, some more than others, and you have a lot compared to me. But even, you know, even I have that, too, and I want to show that I'm, you know, good at this. And, like the fact that it even kicks in at that event just kind of shows to some degree that how, how locked in we are to that mentality of having to perform and get better and learn stuff and show off all this stuff and not just stop and say, I'm going to play a cramped bunker deck and it doesn't matter what happens, (laughs) you know, like, so
1: I actually find it really interesting. Like, I almost wonder if the reason why you feel that way, even at pre-releases stems from the fact that because you get the place so little, you don't really have options to, you know, express your spiky self to sh- mm-hmm. to, you know, you don't have the, you don't have options to prove yourself. right, mm-hmm. And like, so as a result, like, you know, you, as you said, you know, like, you know, you have a certain expectation of yourself and you know, when you just have a really, really shitty day at a pre-release, like, it impacted you that much. Mm -hmm. It's really, really interesting where, like, I'm actually the polar opposite at pre-releases. Oh, really? Like, I fully expect my pool to be shit. (laughs) All of my opponents will be playing four Mythics, and they'll all be bombs. And they're gonna be playing three colors with, like, the not-perfect draws on their mana base.
0: They're just gonna... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> like <laughs>
0: this is my
1: this is honestly God my expectation at every single pre-release i'm like man i'm just gonna get rolled and it's gonna be miserable but i still enjoy <laughs> pre-releases because i like pre-releases right yeah. i'm like i'm gonna try and win with a pile of commons because even my uncommons are unplayable and my opponent's gonna have like nothing but avisons, and i'm gonna try and find a way to win and mm-hmm. like i'm very very lax about actually winning at pre-releases but I, I, maybe that's because of the fact, like, you know, I have the F&Ms I go to and I have the invitationals where, like, I am, you know, I feel a need to prove something at the invitational. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like, get it.
0: I mean, like, that was, I mean, when I did it, too, that was my goal, too. It's like I wanted to do as well as I possibly could. Yeah. Then I picked out, but,
1: but like I, I like I wonder if like maybe that's why like just because of how little you get to play Magic, you basically need to you need to get in all your you know spiky parts and all your Johnny parts and all your Timmy parts. Like you have to do so, you have to express yourself so much in so little time that maybe that's why it like you know even at pre-releases you take things a little more serious
0: maybe, maybe that's what it is. I don't know, like it's just a different environment. I think what i'm playing I think the big thing is is playing with people that I don't normally play with mm-hmm. like and that's a big thing for me, like you know we have our play group and stuff like that, and if if I sit down across from you and I'm like, i'm gonna play this deck, it's absolutely terrible. I'm okay with that. I don't mind losing six games in a row to you mm-hmm. like because I'm trying you know playing this deck or something like that. Like, you you understand where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to do and, you know, and everything like that. And sometimes, you know, you understand it's just for fun. Sometimes we just want to jam stupid games with stupid stuff. Like, and I I don't know. I'm not a big, I'm not a big person for playing with, air quotes, randos. But I just, I don't know. Like, the, the funny thing is, is like with Arena being around, like that's really been... A big outlet for me too like but i i find myself getting exhausted by the constantly need, constantly trying to win thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and that's that can be a beating on my <laughs> on my um uh my brain just just tires me out a lot like i'm pretty pretty wiped right now actually after because we just did a uh rivals of Ixalan draft together and yep. i played a few i played a few games before that by myself just jamming some random decks and i played i played a really long or i played a fairly long game of esper against oh what was i playing against now i can't remember i'm so tired but um it was it was a, a grinder of a game that i had to kind of claw my way back from Oh, it was like a mono-black control deck of some sort. That's what it was.
1: Uh, yeah, those that, decks are coming up now.
0: That discard control deck? Yep. Um, and, yeah, I actually I actually clawed my way back to winning that game. Um, and it was kind of mentally exhausting, but I don't know. It's just, um, the, I don't know. Ha- the, having that draft today to just be able to let go and not have to worry about things was just one of the most refreshing things ever
1: i mean that's like we even referenced something kind of like that in the previous conversation we were having together where it's like you have your your model black rat stack that you have yeah and it's extremely cathartic for you because you don't have to think it's just cast every rat you can and jam yeah
0: it's like like, (laughs) i added a few other cards so now i have to actually like think about things and like ordering things but basically it's like Cast number of rats that your mana can cast, turn rats sideways, hope you win game. Like question mark, it,
1: question mark, question mark, it, profit, profit question yeah. mark. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, I've had a ridiculously good win rate with that deck actually, too. Like I'm above a 50% win rate solid on that one.
1: Well, like the the thing entertaining thing about that is like I even have a very, very similar deck also where it's like when I just feel like playing magic that I don't care about, I play that mono blue pile of mine.
0: That, that deck is sweet though. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> mono blue I, one drops.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mono blue unblockables, And I'm just yeah. like, I'm just going to jam this deck. Cause I don't give no shits. Uh, it's like, you know, there's a little more thought in the mono blue list than in the, your rats list. Yeah.
0: The rats list is, you know, I mean, now I have like, I, I, it's all rats lands. And then I have like, I added the Ariel's blood fest um yeah. i have one of the banner uh, vanquishers banners and then two bantus monuments but yeah. it's just like you know so it's like sometimes you have, you get one of those cards and you have to like sequence it but otherwise it's just like jam rats attack
1: yeah like it's it's very very similar with that mono blue deck of mine where it's like most of the time i'm just you know spam clicking attack all <laughs> and waiting to see if my opponent does something right like, mm-hmm. I don't need to put that much thought into whether or not I want to spell pierce their spell. <laughs> right. Sometimes I just click OK and let it resolve, even though I have a spell pierce and they cast a Gideon on turn three. And I'm just like, I've made a terrible mistake. Terrible mistake. But you know, Whatever. it only it only cost me the game.
0: And maybe that's part of the, the thing I like about the Rats deck, too. It's like if I lose it, that deck, it's like, so what?
1: the decks of of pilot shit anyways who cares like (laughs) that's like that's another that's one of those things there it's like you're playing this absolute pile of garbage so like when you lose you don't care and when you win you feel like a god yeah it's like (laughs) like, i think that's one of those like it's another one of those like weird little mental things for you though right where it's like if you lose you're mentally already prepared to say oh yeah i lost because the deck is shit but when you win it's because you were a goddamn like god just destroying everyone with this pile of unplayable garbage and it just shows how great you are
0: i i cast the 12 rats i drew <laughs> with it's like with perfect expertise
1: <laughs> yeah like, man, I am a boss. You wish you could be as good as me. If you were as good as
0: me at casting rats and turning them sideways, <laughs> you'd be a world champ. But,
1: and then when, when your opponent's just like, yep, golden in the mines, you're like, well, I'm playing mono rats, whatever.
0: Yep, shit. <laughs> 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 I think, I, I don't know. I was talking about something, I think. I, oh, no, you, you were suggest like, I, I, I gave you my list one day, and I'm yep. uh I'm like thirty-three rats, bunch of lands, and these four other cards or whatever like that. And you're like, is there an argument for duress? I'm like, I'm okay just losing to Settle and <laughs> And I'm uh Golden Demise. I'm like, it's like it's fine. I don't even care.
1: <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs>
0: like uh, I feel like that deck if you start tuning it too much, you just destroy the essence of it.
1: Well that's true, but like I wouldn't even like I wasn't even thinking like tuning. I'm like cut Bontus, cut a land, cut a rats, put in four Duress. <laughs> I don't
0: think you cut Bontus.
1: Eh, Maybe.
0: I think it's good enough.
1: It's really awkward, right? Cause like you don't want to cast it on turn three. Cause you wanna cast a rat and get in for three.
0: No, I don't know. Cause I had the game the game that I absolutely smashed my opponent, um, it was Uh turn two rat. Turn three Bontus. Turn four Rat 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 (laughs) My opponent dies.
1: (laughs) Nug you for six. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so like no, that was a nug for twelve or ten. Yeah, the drains. God damn. It's
0: just like it's one of those games that it's like this game is really hard to lose. Like you just kind of you know, just run them over and stuff, but yeah, I don't know, it's just yeah, I don't know It's it, it, it was freeing you know, like I'm just trying to like compare stuff and think if it's like, if it's just like the deck choice, like if I bring like a, a rogue deck or something, if I just don't care and have more fun and so I'm trying to think like unexpected like when I brought unexpected to modern like, was I just like whatever you know we're just having a good time. I'm but I'm not sure. I I feel like I took that one a little more seriously.
1: I th- I you I think you were always saying it's like my goal is to win a game. Yeah. Like that's all you really cared about. Like I don't think you were actually that serious business in about But the... I don't think I
0: was just like off, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, like like you were serious, but like you definitely you were not as focused as when you were playing the blue black.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I think you were much more, you know, fine with, like, not winning with Unexpected. But, like, when, when you were playing the Blue Black, you were much more serious. Uh, yeah, you know? I, was, I was serious business. Like, that, that is just how you were. So, like, I do think the deck you play does seem to matter.
0: It does. I mean, I feel like... I mean, I, I think I agree, too. Like, even on Arena, I know when, I, when I'm playing Esper, I'm much more focused in and serious and stuff just because it's like you know i'm playing this deck trying to actually like do something right yeah but yeah i don't know like it's just there's there's a lot of weight on you when you're when you are always like that it just feels so i don't i don't know do you ever experience that or are you just like magic's great life's great Don't worry about it.
1: That's great. I'm, I'm great. Yeah. (laughs) I do feel the closest thing I have to being like having like feeling weirdly obligated to do well is whenever we have one of our like casual drafts at your house. Really? (laughs) Well, because I know that like all of your friends and like any of the, like, you know, Richie and Chris and like all of them know me and they know that I am a serious business magic player right yeah so I feel like if I don't play to the level they expect of me I don't I like it's not like I feel like I'm going to disappoint them but more like I feel like I'm just not meeting expectations, right? Like if they're enough. like, I feel like in their head they're gonna be like, I was, I thought he'd be better. It's like, mm.
0: uh-huh.
1: you know, it's not, I'm not like you know, incomplete, shut down. I'm playing serious business mode. Yeah, yeah, but I still feel a need to play somewhat serious. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I don't know how much you were paying attention with my game against Richie, but I was a little more. Serious about stuff. You were playing that. pretty. Ti-
0: you were playing pretty tight. Yeah. That was a long game, though.
1: <laughs> it was a long match.
0: <laughs> there was a lot of nonsense going on.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Stupid rules lawyer.
0: Uh, that's funny. I'm glad he took that. I'm sad he pulled out better than one.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm also kind of sad he pulled it out because the card is just sweet, but like. I feel like he was being a little results orientated with that. Yeah, where it's like, I don't think he gave. Uh, I forgot his name, even though He's- I've said it multiple times. Keith, I don't think he gave Keith the right cards. So I think he should have given him like an actual land to play. And I think he was a little. He was very, very results oriented about the fact that like Keith had a card that cared about rolling dice, but. Uh, Richie kept drawing the cards that rolled dice.
0: Yeah, random cards are random.
1: Yeah, I feel like he was just being a little too weird about that. Instead of, Like like I said, he's just being very, very results-orientated and not just like, you know, be like, well, shit happens. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, <laughs> the deck is going to be at a disadvantage. Like, you're going to have a burst of advantage, and eventually you will mm-hmm. reach a disadvantage because you're both effectively only playing with like you know seven lands or eight lands at that point Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so it's like you're not gonna be able to cast multiple spells a turn and stuff like that and like things you know sometimes unlucky things happen i think you should have kept it in but whatever
0: yeah you gotta i don't know gotta pick your poison i guess
1: exactly hmm.
0: yeah I don't know if I don't know if we have um, uh, given any advice this show <laughs> so far <We've> kind of just <laughs> talked
1: <laughs> yeah I mean
0: I'm okay with it but
1: is, is there advice to give other than yo dog I mean
0: part of it I mean part of this whole thing the whole podcast is just sharing our experiences I think to some degree and how we feel about things and I can't yeah. imagine we're the only people that have felt this way with magic before I mean it's really common for people to go through and take breaks and everything like that and you know to
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know leave and come back but yeah i don't know it's hmm, i don't know i'm just wondering how much how how many other people have felt that like the the, the pressure to perform has been something that you know they just want to get out from under and i just think i don't know if, if there's any advice i think it's like i think we as a as local communities of magic players should, you know, respect that and try to, to help that out. Maybe unpucker every once in a while.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie. It is hard to unpucker as you say, but I do also think that it is very beneficial for people when they're able to do that. Like it's just good for your mental health. to Just sit back and take a break every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not actually taking a break, just, you know, not taking things as seriously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I am, uh... And, you know, it's not one of those things I'm not being like, oh, we gotta just be silly all the time and play our stupid less-than-draft constructed decks and standard and stuff like that, but it's just like, I think every every now and then it's worth just kind of like just take a deep breath and kind of let things go, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, John. Yup. In the spirit of just having a good time, we're gonna do something self-indulgent if that's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I've I've been listening to you playing with the pack for a I while now. I pulled it. Now. I
0: pulled it out of the drawer. Does it come through that well? Yes. Wow. At least
1: on my headphones, it does. So.
0: Huh. I wonder if it comes out through, for everyone else. All right. So I have a pack of unstable. I just opened up here. So our our token was a beast. Our land was an island, so we first picked the island. Yep. Okay.
1: First right. pick the island, we win. GG.
0: All right. You ready here? Yep. First card is Ground Pounder. One in a green for a 2-2 two, two Goblin Warrior. You can pay three in a green roll, a six out of die. It gets plus X, plus X on where X is the result. Whenever you roll a five or higher on a die, it gets trampled until end of turn.
1: Card is better than people might think.
0: This did work for you.
1: It's a grizzly bear with upside. Yeah. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah. I mean like this is gonna sound stupid, but like Unstable is a relatively powerful format.
1: It is an insanely powerful format. Like the like, cards that
0: yeah, the cards that they print are kind of insane. And yep. like like this card is like good, but not like it's not great.
1: Well yeah, like but, I'm not I mean, like, like slam first picking it, but I'm I'm I mean, not yeah, I'm
0: not disappointed.
1: Yeah, I'm not sad to have it in my deck.
0: Yeah. All right. Next card is numbing jellyfish. Three in a blue for a host creature jellyfish. When this creature enters the battlefield or it's a two three. When this creature enters the battlefield, roll a six sided die. Target player puts the top X cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard, where X is the result.
1: I'm not on the mill deck.
0: No. Although this card did win me a game. <laughs> I'm not joking.
1: Uh, game two- I, wish, I wish you were.
0: Game two that I played against Chris, um, we had we had a giant board stall where not, neither of us could break through, and it literally came down to us decking each other. And he had one more card in his library than me until I top decked this <laughs> and My milled soul. him for and milled him for four. <laughs> My
1: soul hurts.
0: <laughs> uh, I... And he decked him. Oh, naturel. All right. Next is really epic punch. One and a green for a sorcery target creature you control gets plus two plus two if it's a host or has augment. Then it fights target creature you, you don't control. This card is great.
1: It's removal. It's fine.
0: It's removal and also a permanent plus two plus two.
1: Yeah. It's still, you know. It's good. If it's a host if, or if, augment. If you're,
0: if you're in the host augment deck. Yeah. But I don't want to first pick it. No. I'm still on ground pounder as a first pick.
1: I'm probably on punch over ground pounder, but I think it's justifiable to take ground pounder.
0: I, I like the die I think the die rolling deck is cool, and I'd like to run that one. But okay, common iguana, one in her red for a one three host creature lizard. Uh, when this creature enters the battlefield, you may discard a card. If you do, draw a card.
1: Not bad. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Okay. Not better than the green cards we have.
0: No. Okay. Next, capital offense, two black black instant. Target creature gets minus X, minus X until end of turn where X is the number of times a capital letter appears in its rules text. Uh,
1: this card this is character.
0: underwhelming. Really? I had two of these in uh, the first one I did. The first, um, uh, or, or the sealed event we, that we did when it released. And yeah, you...
1: You, need, you basically need a card that references itself, right? That's yeah. the only time a card is actually capital Oh, I suppose act, activated abilities also. This
0: basic, you can basically rely on this to be like minus two, minus two, and that's about it.
1: Yeah. It's it's yeah. not
0: very good, honestly. How much
1: does it cost again?
0: Four. Two, black bla- two, two and a black black.
1: Yeah, that's really expensive.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's removal, but I don't think it's good removal.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of off it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Next is Mad Science Fair Project. It is three colorless mana for an artifact. Tap, roll a six-sided die. On three or lower, target player adds colorless to his or her mana pool. Otherwise, that player adds one mana of any color he or she controls to his or her mana pool.
1: Better than it looks, but I'm not first picking it.
0: If you, if you have some of the um, uh, test subjects, that card's great. Because yes. it's basically free activation. Yes. All right. Next up, we have Welcome Turn. Sorry, Novella Elemental. One in a blue for a creature. Elemental. It's a two-one flying. Can, uh, can Novella Elemental can only block only creatures with flying.
1: If we care about winning, I'm on this card.
0: Yeah, that card's actually a, a good card for winning.
1: Yeah. So. All right. A On, on
0: Novella Elemental. Yeah. All right. Next is Garbage Elemental. Four <laughs> four in a red for a creature. Elemental two four. And what does it do, John? Do you know?
1: Uh, it's like a bunch of random different <laughs> abilities.
0: Yeah. So this one, this one is frenzy two. <laughs> God damn it! Whenever this creature attacks and isn't blocked, it gets plus two plus zero to end of turn. And garbage elemental can't be blocked by wordy creatures. A, a creature is wordy if it has four or more lines of rules text. God damn it! God damn it!
1: I mean, it feasibly attacks as a four-four. Pseudo- four. A four-four that doesn't get blocked well. So, and if, but if it does get blocked, it's dead. If, then it's a two-two.
0: No, it's a two-four. It'll oh, be a, a, th-
1: yeah. Oh, it's a two-four. Even that is It's a, a two-four. It taxes
0: this four-four if it's not blocked.
1: Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm probably not on this either.
0: Ooh, I got. A, I got a good one here. Slaying mantis. Five green green for creature insect wrestler six six. It has just a second, as long as the spell is on the stack, players can't move cards on the battlefield. Sling Mantis enters the battlefield by being thrown from a distance of at least three feet. When Sling Mantis enters the battlefield, it fights each creature in opponent controls that it touched as it entered.
1: (laughs) So, this card made me learn today that I'm not good at throwing magic cards.
0: You are not.
1: But it also led to me kind of pissing off your wife
0: <laughs> yeah. by
1: her being like, shouldn't I be given time to spread out my cards? And I'm like, nope, it specifically says you can't. <laughs> so my slang Mantis killed her goddamn 4-4 that was making, like, nigh-infinite minions uh. and, like, five of her other minions.
0: Like, like, this is our card right now, right?
1: I'm probably on Like, Also, a 6-6 body is massive in this format.
0: Yeah, it it is. It's huge. Um, (laughs) It's it's fun talking about this format kind of seriously, (laughs) sir. I know. (laughs) Alright, so uh, next up we have uh, Crack's Other Thumb. It is two Colorless Man for a Legendary Artifact. If you would roll a die, instead roll two of those dice and ignore one of those results.
1: I'm Cute. still on the Slangmanthus, but Cute, but no, yeah.
0: Okay, all right. I'm gonna skip over. To, gosh, we got three rares in this pack.
1: Oh, um, the the whatchamacallits.
0: So we have a rare, a rare uh thing Contra- contraption, contraption, and a and a foil rare. Um, so to I'm gonna read the I'm I'm gonna read the uncommon um contraption first. We have um, Insufferable Siphon Artifact Contraption. Uh, when you crank Insufferable Siphon, target player discards a card.
1: Eh, it's not bad. It's fine. I'm
0: not really on that.
1: It's good for the grindy games. I
0: want my I want my contraptions to be doing just bonkers things, honestly.
1: Yeah, like making goblins.
0: Basically. Mine were making gnomes, but okay. Um, our rare contraption is Guest List. Uh... When you crank guest list, target creature gets minus x minus x until end of turn, where x is the number of creature cards in its controller's graveyard.
1: Potentially, for really good. I
0: think, I think that's a pretty decent card. I mean, if you can trade off a few and get this thing cooking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm uh Chris. Chris's deck plan. Um, he actually had two of the ones that give minus one minus one to a creature. And his like oh. of his thing was he just stack he try he, he wanted to get the third but he he didn't, um, it got picked up before it got to him, um, but he was just stacking them all up. He would stack them up under one sprocket and then yeah, just kill just just kill, one thing. kill things. Yeah, but um, do you think that's better than slaying mantis?
1: I mean, it's recursive removal. Which is valuable? It's you're not committed to any color because all colors can make yep. contraptions. It's probably the pick yeah, right now. Probably,
0: I'm gonna go with that. For we'll, we'll we'll put that to the front of the pack for now. Okay. Um, I don't know which one of these I should read first. I'll read the foil rare first. Sure. Uh, it is ineffable blessing, <laughs> one in a green enchantment. So this ineffable blessing is as it enters, choose a number. Whenever a creature with exactly the chosen number of words in its name enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. The correct answer is two.
1: It's because, the most common number.
0: Yep. Yeah. Basically I've... S- it, almost everything triggers on two. I mean, one in one a green when a creature enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card.
1: Yep. yep. That's fine.
0: That's fine. Is it better than guest list?
1: Yeah, it depends on if you want to commit to a color or not.
0: I'll put that off to the side. Okay. So our um, uh, actual rare then is Grisilda Monster Masher. <laughs> three black and a red for a legendary creature, zombie villain. Four four. Um, combined enchanted and equipped creatures you control have menace. You can pay three black red tapper. Put two target creature cards from graveyards onto the battlefield combined into one creature under your control. Um, its power and toughness is equal to their total power, its toughness is equal to their total toughness, and it has their names, mana cost, types, text boxes, etc. <laughs> I think I'm on Griselda. That card's just good. The card's just
1: hilarious.
0: Yes, that too. But also I think it's just legit good.
1: Yeah. Like, like you, card-
0: you you untap with it, and it's like, just reanimate my dudes.
1: Yeah, you just start reanimating. Like, it is card advantage in, like, mm-hmm. every sense, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I'm on her. Straight up.
0: We're just, we're going to pick the rare, boring. Yep, I know. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for entertaining me, John.
1: Yeah, no problem. I know. But glad to be of assistance. So you know me.
0: Yeah, I know. I know this episode was a little bit of a loose one, but you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. You know what? I'm tired. That, that draft kind of burnt me. It burnt me a little bit, and you know, I'm just like, I needed. A, I needed an unwind. You know, just kind of get some stuff off my chest. I guess. So, you have anything else to say?
1: No, I think I'm. I'm good. I've also been yawning like crazy this whole time. So, <laughs>
0: all right. So, if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send us an email at thelocalmeta@gmail.com. Um, you can catch us on Twitter at the local MetaPC. Uh, my stream, I've been mostly streaming on the weekends lately. Um, uh, you can catch me at twitch.tv beware llamas. Um, jamming some drafts on the weekends and playing some random constructed matches. So, but yeah. All right. What are you opening over there?
1: Uh, my standard showdown prize packs.
0: Oh, okay. Anything's pricey?
1: Uh, I don't know. I haven't opened it yet. Okay. Well, the guy who the guy who got third, who was my last opponent, he got a Karn and a Teferi. Nbd. I was unhappy about the world.
0: <laughs> no, you know,
1: I, I got an Ashes of the Abhorrent, an Avon Mind Sensor, a Promo Plains, and a Foiled Cabal Stronghold. Hmm. Okay. And I also, in my other prize pack, got a Yeheni a Marionette Master, a Foil Consulate Dreadnought, and a Promo Mountain. So, no, my packs were terrible. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking.
0: Well, oh, just thought I'd ask. Alright. So, uh, unless you got anything else, John. Nope. But you don't. Alright, cool. So, I guess then we will catch you next time.
1: See ya.